worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 16, beginning at verse 16. Now it happened as he went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Then the magistrates rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the, jail, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, Supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house, and he took them the same hour, and he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, and he rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. Verses 16 to 34, Acts chapter 16. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity you give us to be able to come before you in prayer every single day. And thank you, Lord, for the truth that you always, always, always have a listening ear for the prayers of your children. Thank you for this powerful example of your grace and your mercy working through a very difficult and tough situation. But thank you for how that your spirit worked mightily through faithful servants and brought about a great victory in what might would otherwise be considered a tremendous defeat. Lord, we thank you for the truth that in you can, we can always walk in victory. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that your rod and your staff, your strength, your grace, your mercy, your might, your spirit, and all that 
that you have available is able to overcome the kingdom of darkness at every encounter and in every circumstance. Thank you for being El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. And our producer is Isaac Jackson. And we are in the midst of our National Truth for Youth Bible Week, again, through the through Friday of this week. And again, we're grateful for every single uh, listener that has participated. We've, by God's grace, have had more than 30,000 Bibles that have been ordered thus far this week. And remember, our goal for this week is to try to, our goal is to give away uh, and help give away at least 70,000 Bibles. So we're well on the way, and so things are going well. If you haven't called in to get your Truth For Youth Bible yet, please call. Remember, the two ways to order the free Bibles are go to truthforyouth.com online. Again, that's truthforyouth.com, or you can call 1-833-574-1600. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600. And so we, again, we're inviting you, if you haven't ordered one for, for your teen or if you're a teenager, one yet, you still have opportunity. And remember, again, even if you happen to not be a teen yourself or the parent or grandparent of a teen in your home, but you'd like to get a copy just to have one to see and, and learn what it's about, that's great. If you know of a teen that you want to pass it on to, uh, again, you're welcome to do that. Call that same number again. One eight three three five seven four one six zero zero, and they're only two dollars a piece. And again, we're encouraging churches to consider ordering cases. Again, in years gone by, when I've uh, churches where I've pastored, I've ordered. Um, we've received more than one case of them. Fifty only run about a hundred dollars, and they're wonderful ministry tools. So we're going to hear once again from Dr. Tim Todd as he shares more about this great outreach opportunity. Young person, it takes more boldness to stand up for God than it does not to. In these last days, you young people have the solution to the problems among our young people. It is so important for you to stand for God on your campus. You see, when we kicked God out of our schools, the church sat back and did nothing now, all these years later, it is not legal for adults to go on school campuses and freely talk about God, but it is legal for you young people to go on your school campus and talk about God. Tell your friends about Jesus during non-instructional time. Give them Bibles. This is the only hope that your friends that are not serving God have is for you to introduce them to the only Savior of sinners, and that's Jesus Christ. Again, a powerful testimony from Dr. Tim Todd, the president of Revival Fires uh, International. And this is the ministry that American Family Radio is partnering with to do this National Truth for Youth Bible Week this week. Again, we're encouraging all of our listeners to help us give away thousands of free Bibles to young people across America. Once again, if you're a teen or if you're the parent or grandparent of a teen in your home, you can order them for free. Go to truthforyouth.com. Again, that's truthforyouth.com. Order, and you can order online anytime, or you can call this number 1-833-574-1600. Again, 1-833-574-1600. Uh, and that you call those 
that number between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to hear from another testimony of a young person. First time I heard about the Truth to Youth Bible was on American Family Radio, and we called to have two copies sent to us. I promised myself that I was going to give it to someone who wasn't following Jesus. At the time, there was a boy named Charlie in one of my classes who was addicted to marijuana. I decided that one day after class, I was going to give him a copy of the Bible. Later on that day, he told me that at lunch, he read the comics in the front of the Bible and that they changed his life. Through the Truth Youth Bible, I was able to lead Charlie to Jesus. Some people say that Jesus isn't welcome in schools anymore, but because Charlie decided to accept Jesus into his life in school, he welcomed Jesus back into school. Thank you for the Truth for Youth Bible and all that you're doing to spread the gospel. Amen. And, you know, we've had the privilege of sharing a number of very touching and very powerful, um, just very powerful uh, testimonies of young people whose lives have been touched or changed or transformed as a result of them uh, either getting the Bible or getting the chance. And, of course, many young people are blessed because they get the chance to get one and pass it on to an unsaved friend as well. So, again, our encouragement to you is that even if you happen to not be a teen or have a teen in your home, we're encouraging you to get one, look it over, because it's a wonderful tool, ministry tool. Again, a, a full New Testament with comics that carry wonderful insights and truths about some of the biggest challenges and difficulties that young people face in our culture today. And it's a great teaching tool to help individuals, believers, be more informed themselves, but also it's a wonderful tool to help young people learn about these issues from a Bible perspective and how important it is that we learn to see everything we see correctly from a Bible perspective, no matter what the challenge, what the issue might be. Thank you, Father, again for the opportunity you give every one of us as believers to be involved in the wonderful work, the wonderful privilege and opportunity as well as responsibility of spreading the gospel in our world. And what a joy and privilege and honor it is for us to have the opportunity to help introduce our young people and our children and youth to the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, help us to recognize, Lord, that there's nothing our children need more than Jesus. There's nothing our children need more than the powerful Word of God. Help us to recognize, Lord, that clearly it's our great responsibility to be faithful witnesses for you every day of our lives. We thank you and we praise you for this opportunity. Set us on fire fresh with the spirit of evangelism and discipleship. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to listen to one more testimony in this segment. When I was 10 years old, my parents got a divorce. I cried and cried about it. As my dad was leaving, I ran to the front yard and asked him why was he doing this. He said it was the best for our family. After that, I didn't cry about anything. I started smoking pot, doing drugs, and I drank a lot. I felt so worthless. A few days ago, my friend Monica gave me a True For Youth Bible. As I was reading the comics, I felt like Jesus was giving me a big, warm hug. And I know that sounds weird, but that's how I felt. I asked Jesus to come into my heart, and the True For Youth Bible explained to me how to do that. I'm so happy that my friend gave me the True For Youth Bible. It healed so many emotional hurts that I had. It changed my life. Amen. One more powerful testimony. And 
You know, uh, we've we've had the privilege of sharing a number of testimonies of young people that whose lives were touched and changed uh, by by how the Truth for Youth Bible ended up being a, a tool in their lives that was used. And you know, can't I can't overemphasize how important it is for us to get the opportunity to both share the gospel with our children and, and youth, and teach and train and challenge them in turn, to become evangelism-minded as well. You know, God can use a child, a teenager, or as well as an adult to help share the gospel. And it's important to understand all of us have a responsibility to help do this wonderful work. We should never make the big mistake of thinking, well, we, you need to be grown before you start doing the work of telling people about Jesus. What a tragic perspective that would be. The fact is God has used many children to help share the gospel in the world. And I'm reminded of the fact that I recall a friend from years ago, God used him. He went to Sunday school, went to church and got saved. And God used him to help his own dad come to know Jesus Christ as well. So without question, God can use children and young people wonderfully to help spread the gospel. And he can use children and young people wonderfully to help disciple other believers. Lord, thank you for the opportunity for us to challenge, to teach and train our children to be about your business in being involved faithfully also in the great work of evangelism and discipleship. Lord, set the church on fire fresh with the spirit of revival and renewal and stir us to recognize, Lord, that it's a great joy as well as a great responsibility for us to be involved in this wonderful work. Thank you for the opportunity for us to be vessels that your Holy Spirit can reach through to touch others, to help draw them off the road on their way to hell, onto the road on their way to heaven. What a joy, what a privilege, what an honor it is to be used in that way. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of being vessels you can use in that regard. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Go online to order the Truth For Youth Bible. Go to truthforyouth.com. Again, that's truthforyouth.com. Or you can call 1-833-574-1600. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600. We'll be right back. Music from Planet Shakers with Heaven on Earth. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We are in the midst of our National Truth for Youth Bible Week here at American Family Radio, and we're partnering with the ministry Revival Fires International, and we're inviting you to help us give away thousands of free Bibles to young people across America. If you're wanting to order the Bibles, again, you can go online to 
truthforyouth.com to order online. Again, that's truthforyouth.com. Or if you'd like to call in, simply call between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m., 1-833-574-1600. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600. We are very blessed and honored to have with us once again Maddie Martinez. She's She's a group support manager with that great ministry outreach called Embrace Grace. Maddie, how are you today? I am doing great. Thank you so much. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for taking the time to be with us once again. And I'm going to ask if you'll further introduce yourself and then tell our listeners about Embrace Grace, uh, what it's about. Again, many of our listeners probably have heard of it, but then there are those who may have never er ever heard of Embrace Grace before as well. Of course. Well, my name is Maddie. I work at Embrace Grace headquarters, and uh, what we do is we are a national nonprofit that partners with churches to equip and empower them to reach single and pregnant young women in their communities. So these are women who are facing unplanned pregnancies, who are not married, um, and who need our support now more than ever. Uh, we believe that the church should be the first place that a single and pregnant mom can go to for encouragement and support in a moment where she is feeling so afraid and so helpless and alone. Um, and we feel like women now feel like the church is the last place they want to go because of fear of being um, shamed, of, of fear of the guilt that they have, and, and of being condemned um, instead of um, instead of just met where they're at. And so what we've done is we've created a curriculum that churches can use as a small group in their church um, to get these women plugged in to a place of belonging um, and of encouragement and support uh, through female leaders in the church. Um, and so it's just incredible what can come from that. And I, and I speak on that from experience. So um, a little bit about my, my own personal testimony is um, in 2015, I had an unplanned pregnancy and I was terrified. And the first thing that I thought to do was to get an abortion. Um, and I went through with trying to get one. Um, I had to um, go through a friend of a friend to find a place. And when I went uh, to the clinic, they had told me that I, I would have to go through with an abortion procedure. And I thought maybe I could just take a pill and it would be over. Um, but I had to go through an actual procedure and they had me schedule and come back. And I'm very thankful that they had me schedule and come back because in that 24 hours, I had to find somebody to take me to that appointment and pick me up, and I didn't tell anybody. And so one of the people I did tell was um, was my sister. I asked one other person. They couldn't do it, so I told my sister. When my sister, five years prior, had an unplanned pregnancy, she went through a group at church called Embrace Grace. And I had already gone to college, so I didn't know a whole lot about it, except for they really helped her. Well, when I called my sister and I asked her to take me to the abortion procedure, um, she immediately was like, I don't think you know what you're doing. I, I, I think you should reconsider. And she was, was very adamant about, about helping me. And that's something that the person I asked before didn't do. Um, but she wanted to help me in that moment. And I, I was very adamant and very stubborn. And I said, either you're going to help me or I'll find somebody else. And she said, no, 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 I'll help you. I'll take you. I'll take you. So this was the night before the abortion procedure. She said she'd take me. 
And what she did is she called her former Embrace Grace leader. Five years later, called her leader and said, my sister's going to have an abortion. What do I do? Just so happens that the leader of her group was also the founder of Embrace Grace. So she basically called in the big dogs and asked for help to help me. And the founder of Embrace Grace, her leader, told her, speak words of life and speak encouragement to her. And my sister said, I did that and it's not working. What else can I do? And so Amy, she's the founder of Embrace Grace, Amy told her, you know, we just put together these love boxes and they actually go to pregnancy centers for women who have positive pregnancy tests to learn about Embrace Grace and make a life-affirming decision. We can put whatever we have left together for your sister. And so that's what they did. Um, They put the box together specifically for me and with my baby in mind. Um, In this box, there is a book called A Bump in Life that has about 20 testimonies of girls who had unplanned pregnancies. Um, In this book, uh, all of the stories are different, but they all choose life. So there are women who conceived out of rape, women who were homeless, um, women who were pastor's kids, and they all have found themselves in unplanned pregnancies. Um, And so that that is in the box, the love box. There's a onesie that says best gift ever. There's a handwritten letter of encouragement and of love and support. And there's an invitation to an Embrace Grace group um, in there, as well as a a pen and a cute journal. And that's what my sister brought to me that night, the night before the abortion procedure. And when I opened up that box, I I was very um, hesitant. I was very hesitant because I did not, the box says, you know, love box. And the letter says, dear brave girl. And I didn't feel like any of those things. Uh, But my sister read that letter out loud to me because she didn't have any other words. She didn't know what else to say. Um, But she just encouraged me. And um, when she finished reading the letter, I told her, I'm still going to have an abortion. You don't know what I've done. You don't know how I got here. And this baby is going to ruin people's lives. And I really believed that. And she said, you know, um, I'll still take you to your appointment tomorrow, but I'm going to be praying for you. Um, And so that night I could not sleep. um, And I went back to that box and I pulled out that book, A Bump in Life. And I started reading all of the stories that these girls had shared. And I stayed up all night reading that book. And by the time I finished, I just started to think, you know, maybe I could be a mom. Maybe I could parent this baby. Maybe this isn't the worst thing to ever happen. I mean, the girls, the the stories that these girls shared were, in comparison to mine, harder and more difficult. And I started to believe that maybe maybe I could do this. Maybe I didn't have to have an abortion. Uh, But that's exactly when my alarm went off and it was time for me to wake up and get ready for the day. Um, and that's what I did. I didn't think about the possibility anymore. I just went straight to getting ready for the day. And, um, in my mind, I really thought that I was going to live my life as normal and get this procedure done and heal over the weekend and go back to life. Like nothing happened. So, um, I went and worked a half day and my sister was going to meet me at work. And when I finally met her after my half day was over in the parking lot, I was a little bit late and she was very frustrated with me. And when I got in the car, she was kind of yelling at me. She was like, I've been waiting for you. You act like I have all the time in the world. I don't even know where this place is at. You're going to have to tell me where to go. And it almost was like the pressure was just too much in that moment. And I just started crying. And it was the first time I'd, I'd, I'd let myself cry since I found out I was pregnant. 
And she was like, why are you crying? I should be the one crying. I've been out here waiting for you. And I said, I can't do it. I can't go through with the abortion. I don't, I don't want to do it. And she started crying. And she said, you have no idea how many people are praying for you right now. So when she got that love box from Amy at Embrace Grace, Amy went on Facebook and said, there's a girl who's going to have an abortion tomorrow. Please be praying for her. And there were hundreds of people praying. And in that moment, it just felt like it wasn't just my sister who saw me, and it wasn't just Amy who saw me. It were all of these complete strangers who cared, who were, who were listening, who were standing and waiting and intercessing on behalf of me and my unborn baby. And that was overwhelming, completely overwhelming. And my sister called Amy, and she told Amy that I didn't go through with the abortion. And Amy texted me and said, hey, you should come to the Embrace Grace group. We start next week. And I did. I did. I was very nervous because when my sister went through Embrace Grace, she was 16. So in my head, I was thinking this is a group for, you know, like high school kids, like really young single moms. And I, at the time, was 24. I'd graduated college, and I thought I'd, I, sh- I should be in a better place. I don't need that help, because I should be doing better. Uh, but my sister said, you should just go and check it out. You never know. Well, Maddie, I want to I jump in here, right? I, I want to jump in real quick, and I want to I take a moment to pray, and then I'm going to ask you to pray as well, Absolutely. okay? Father, we thank you and we praise you for this the powerful, powerful testimony Maddie just shared, a, a powerful testimony of her journey and how the Holy Spirit intervened so beautifully, so mightily. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that by your grace, you used her sister and you used the ministry of grace, grace to intervene as well. And Lord, I thank you for the fact that you desire to use your church that way every day in so many instances. Lord, stir us as the church to recognize, Lord, that you can do exploits through each and every one of us individually and collectively as we simply live a life of love, a life of compassion, a life where we desire to be used to show the world what your love looks like. Stir us, Lord, to be the church who's full of the spirit of love and compassion that operates in your spirit of compassion love every day, everywhere we go. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Maddie, I want to ask if you'll take time to pray for, especially for women that might be listening who are in the very situation you found yourself in, but also pray for any and everyone else listening, recognizing that God wants to say something to every one of us as it relates to how he'd have us to be involved in a wonderful ministry like this. Would you pray at this time? Absolutely. Father God, I just thank you so much for your faithfulness, for your plans that you have for us. God, I thank you for your word and for your truth, uh, that your plans for us are good, um, God, I just pray right now for any woman who is facing an unplanned pregnancy. I pray that you would soften their hearts to hear from you, to trust in you, to trust in your good plan, that this baby was not planned by them, but this baby was planned by you. And that this baby will grow up and be just as impactful, just as, 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 as amazing as this mom is right now. 
God, I just pray that as she is looking for support, that as she's just looking for somebody to see her, that you would just put that perfect person in her place who's ready to take on um, this moment with her and say, you don't have to do this alone. And so I just pray right now for everybody who's listening to this to have hearts that are softened, eyes that are open, and and be ready to listen, and not with, with judgment, but with a solution of helping her get connected to an Embrace Grace support group in her area, helping her see that she is not alone and that she doesn't have to do this alone. And God, that you would just give him the courage to speak your truth to this beautiful mom, whoever she is, wherever she is, because that courage could save a life. And not just one life, but two, mom and baby. And so I just pray right now that, that as believers, as anybody listening now knows that, that we get to speak life and truth and change the world with our, the power of our tongue. And so, God, I just pray this and I seal this in uh, your Son, Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Maddie. Could you pick yes. up where you left off, though? Just please pick right up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my sister told me, just go check out one class. If you don't like it, you don't have to go back. And that's what I did. I went to the first class and I did feel significantly older. I will say that. But what really stirred my heart that night was the leaders went around and shared their own personal testimonies. Um, And they weren't all related about pregnancy either. They were just their own personal stories of things that they had um, encountered, like toxic uh, relationships and abuse and, um, and, and rape. And, and, and just some did have unplanned pregnancies and some um, did experience abortion and some did place for adoption. And just each one of those women telling their stories, I actually could, could take a little bit. I could relate to each story in some way because over time, um, all of those things that they'd experienced had led me to this moment that I was at. And I realized that whatever it was that I, that I was there, whatever the reason was that I was there, I was going to submit to God and I was going to go all in. Um, more specifically, when I heard Amy tell her story, um, our founder had hyperventilated and passed out in an abortion clinic and left the abortion clinic still pregnant by the miracle and grace of God and started this ministry years later to help women in those situations. When I heard that story, I was filled with guilt because I almost had an abortion, and now I loved this baby, and I was excited about this baby, but how did I get rid of the guilt? I didn't know how. So whatever this group had for me, whatever God had in store for me, I was going all in. I needed to know. And each week, I started to learn more about not just who God is and the relationship He wanted with me. But and we're going to have to jump in one more time, and yeah. we're going to ask you to pick up right there on the other side. Yes. Our phone guest today is Maddie Martinez. She's a group support manager with the ministry Embrace Grace. We'll be right back.
music of Elevation Worship with Oh Sing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Once again, we're in the midst of our National Truth for Youth Bible Weekend. We're encouraging you to help us give away thousands of free Bibles to young people across America. We're doing this in conjunction, in conjunction with Revival Fires International. If you're a teen between ages 13 and 18 or the parent or grandparent of a teen in your home, we invite you to order a free Bible. And remember, the goal is that you'll the teen will get it and give it to an unsaved teen. If you want to get one to keep, we're encouraging you to order them. They're only $2 a piece. To order them online, go to truthforyouth.com. Again, that's truthforyouth.com to order online. Or you can call between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. 1-833-574-1600. Again, one eight three three five seven four one six zero zero to order the Truth for Youth Bibles. Our phone guest today is Maddie Martinez. She's a group support manager with the the outstanding ministry that's known as Embrace Grace. Maddie, if you'll pick up where you left off, please. Absolutely. So I started going to Embrace Grace every week, and I was learning about God. I was learning about His Word and about the relationship that He wanted with me. And I'd never known uh, God in that way, that He wanted a relationship with me. I always thought I just had to do good and do right and be perfect. And and um, I just started to really learn that, that that wasn't who He was. And the more that I was learning about how much He, he loved me, it allowed me an opportunity to really lean in and say, okay, what does that mean? And I learned about my identity, my God-given identity, and I learned um, more about um, His His promises. And I and I say that is because that really is what what carried me through. Is when uh, I learned Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, uh, for I know the promises I have for you, says the Lord, promises to give you a hope and a future, not to harm you, but to prosper you. That meant so much to me because. I'd never known that God wanted that for me, and not just me, but my baby too. And I wanted to experience that in the fullness. And I, um, I tried so many times before uh, to, to, to be saved, to, to submit, to receive salvation. And so many times before, I did it on my own. And this time, I had a group of women, a, an accountability, that it was the time that stuck. <laughs> I am now, you know, eight years later living this remarkable life because of that class, because of that moment of those leaders. And um, they weren't trying to change my behavior. They were trying to help me see that my heart needed a transformation. And the only way to do that was to lead me to the Lord. And that's something only He could do. And I'm so thankful that that group exists. And I, I got to let go of so much more, but I learned about forgiveness, and I learned about um, and of taking the mask off and being who God created me to be. And the most remarkable class I can think of was, we call it Breaking Chains, but it was this night where um, you write down all of the things that had ever been spoken over you, done to you, all of the things you know that were not from the Lord, you write them all down, and a leader prays over each and every one of them and breaks them off of you. 
And my list, I'm t- I was 24 years old, so my list was very long because there were things that I experienced as a child, as an, in adolescence and, um, and beyond that really did shape who I became. Um, and I was able to break those off and, and walk in complete freedom and say, this is it. I am a changed woman. And I started to be so excited about my pregnancy, and I was a different person that I really did have this complete transformation. And I never looked back because I didn't care who that girl was before. I wanted to be someone now that my baby could be proud of. And how do I do that? I partner with Jesus. Every day I submit it all to Jesus. And that's what I strove for. And, and I say breaking chains was one of my favorites, but the, the, the baby shower, there is a baby shower that is thrown for the moms by the church through Embrace Grace at the end of the, of the class of the course. And it's about 11 weeks. And when I got to the baby shower, I remember being very hesitant, like, no, 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 I should have my stuff together, right? I should be able to provide for my baby. I chose to be a single mom. I should be able to provide. And when the church threw me a baby shower, it was overwhelming and incredible. They went above and beyond for me and my baby and by complete strangers, because I was, at the time, I was not a member of this church. And I did not know who bought me these baby shower gifts. But they, they did it with the kindness of their heart because they wanted to celebrate my bravery for choosing life for my baby. Well, Maddie, let me, let me jump in here briefly. And yes. um, uh, she, if, if someone who's listening is thinking to themselves, I want to sign up, I want to get Embrace Grace at my church right now, tell them how they can get in touch with Embrace Grace and learn more about it and look into the idea of bringing that same ministry to their church. Yes, if somebody wants to change the heart of their church and help single and pregnant women, they go to prolovechurch.com. That's P-R-O-L-O-V-E-C-H-U-R-C-H.com, prolovechurch.com, and that will um, take you straight to getting more information about Embrace Grace and allowing our team to also contact you to answer any more specific questions that you have about starting an Embrace Grace group at your church. Mm. And, you know, it sounds like it's a number to call if, if a believer's listening and they just decide, I just want to have more fun in life. It sounds like it's something they can do. You know, that sounds like such an exciting outreach to love people where they are. So thank you again for sharing I, yes, that. Yes, absolutely. I'm so thankful for those leaders because all they really did was listen and love, and it changed my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, uh, so the baby shower is a part of uh, the outreach. And Share with our listeners why that's significant, how it was significant to you, how it touched you, and why that's an important part of what Embrace Grace does. Absolutely. That baby shower really does encompass what God's grace looks like. Because I remember sitting there thinking, I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. And yet there it was, right there in front of me. Love, inaction, community, and I didn't feel like I deserved it. And yet someone said, this is grace. This is love. And I left that baby shower with two things on my heart. One, it felt like those women who had purchased those baby shower gifts for me sat me down and washed my feet. I'd never experienced that before. There was a humility. There was this beautiful moment in that time where that's how I felt. And the second thing was I never want to love people the same again. 
I want to love people and for people to remember me the way that I will always remember those women at that baby shower. That is a life-changing moment, but really, uh, for a lot of women, it's the tangible, it is the, the physical, it's the, uh, the absolute um, visual you need to understand everything that you learned those last 11 weeks. That wasn't just words. That wasn't just in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, this was love and action. So, now, so how old is your baby now? My son just turned seven. Your son. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, obviously, you can't imagine life without him now, so. <laughs> no, he is my best friend. His name is Mateo, and it means gift from God. And mm-hmm. he really is a gift from God. And and I, anything that I had ever thought before, and I thought that baby was going to ruin people's lives, that boy enriches the lives of everyone he meets. He is a mm-hmm. high five in the grocery store, a fist bump at the donut shop. Mm-hmm. He has a smile everywhere he goes. And I know God has big plans for him. Praise God. Praise God. And of course, as I alluded to earlier, you must really, really love your sister as well. So, <laughs> yes. yes. I am very thankful for my sister and uh, very thankful that she has the courage and the bravery to say mm-hmm. exactly what she believes is true. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Well, our time is almost gone. Um, I would and I would just encourage all of our listeners to pray for the ministry of Embrace Grace, that it would just spread all over the place, all the places God wants it to, because it's such a great sounds like such a great outreach for any church to plug into and get involved with. And pray for Maddie and the work she does. And I'm going to ask our listeners to pray for Maddie that the Lord will guide her about whether or not she needs to write a book or have a movie about her life as well. Because, again, such a powerful, powerful testimony. So thanks for sharing. But would you, whatever's on your heart to pray for our listeners, Maddie, would you pray for them before our time ends today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Father God, I just pray right now. For the same courage and bravery that my sister had to speak truth to me, that um, you would call that out in the amazing women of of the churches, of every church, of every woman who's listening, that she has the power and the authority um, to do the same thing for other women, that there are women in her community right now who need her to say yes, who need her to reach out, who need her to go to prolovechurch.com right now and start changing the heart of the church, changing the heart of the community, that she can use her story, whether it's an Embrace Grace story or not, that there's something in her life that she has experienced that will help set other women free. So it won't just be saving the lives of one, but saving the lives of two. And I just pray that there would be a stirring in their heart a nudging from your Holy Spirit, God, to give them the courage to reach out to prolovechurch.com to learn more about how they can start changing the heart of their church and their community, God. And I just pray that right now in your Son, Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Amen. Share the website one more time, uh, please, that is Yes, prolovechurch.com, P-R-O-L-O-V-E, church.com. All right. Well, Maddie, again, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing about the great work and the mission of this beautiful ministry known as Embrace Grace. We really appreciate you sharing, all right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And uh, once again, to all of our listeners, again, if you're still wanting to get involved with our Truth For Youth Bible Week this week, once again, to order the Bibles, go to truthforyouth.com. Again, that's truthforyouth.com to order online anytime. 
or between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m., you can call 1-833-574-1600. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600 to order the Truth For Youth Bibles. Again, great ministry uh, instruments for you to use to help help young people come to know Christ and to grow up in their faith as well. Well, as we normally do, before we end the broadcast today, if you're listening and you have never invited Jesus Christ to become the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a great day to be saved. If you'd like to make that all-important step, that eternally important step, if you want to fully commit your heart and life to the Lord, would you simply, from your heart, pray this prayer with us even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Become the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Help me to read your word daily. Help me to pray daily. Help me to follow you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you once again. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Uh, we'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow up strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord. Again, joseph at afr.net. Please get in touch. We hope to hear from you. Maddie, would you share one more time that website and contact information for Embrace Grace? Yes, that is prolovechurch.com. All right. Thank you, Maddie, again. And we'll look forward to getting having you and or some of your colleagues back with us here from Embrace Grace. Thanks for being with us today. And thank you for being a part of our listening family. Please pray much for the ministry of Embrace Grace. And we're asking once again, if you're wanting to order Bibles with Truth for, from Truth For Youth, go to truthforyouth.com to order online. Again, that's truthforyouth.com or call one 833 574-1600. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.